Well, hello everybody. This is Kermit the Frog. Welcome you to another episode of I can't do I can't keep going. Welcome oh. you to another episode of the Prime. <laughs> I, it hurts. <clears throat> to the Prime's objective, Kermit. That's better. That's e- much easier to be a piggy than it is to be Kerm. Uh, we are the prime... slowly. <laughs> welcome to the Prime's <laughs> objective. Where in the end, I inevitably just do a Julia Child and or Miss Piggy impression. Oh it's what God. things default into. <laughs> um, we are here to discuss two episodes of Star Trek. We're going to be discussing uh, season four, episode four of Lower Decks, something borrowed, something green. And we'll also be discussing season four, episode, which one is it? Uh, episode 17 of Star Trek Enterprise bound now don't get excited this isn't the 90s movie starring gina gershon whomever is in that that set all the straight guys oh. i was in middle school with aflame uh, uh, jennifer tilly, jennifer I tilly. okay i thought michael jennifer might know tilly. <laughs> legitimately great movie as oh, well as 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 well as a great 90s erotic thriller anyway i'm sorry i grew up oh. in the 90s i'm a boy what can you do um yeah. It's good. Goodness. Well, yeah, well, there it is. And with me, with me, as evidenced by that uh, admission of being horny in the 90s for this movie, is Michael Henley. Hey, Michael Henley. Well, I had this one lined up, and what a perfect segue. Um, all I have is my stink. Oh, <laughs> very nice. All I have is my stink. Is that a pheromone mm-hmm. reference to uh, it sure is. the Orion? All I have is my stink. All I have is my stink. I love that. Oh. Oh, we also have um, Carrie Coleman Hinners. Yes, um, I I said before we started, it's not easy being green. So I guess I'll just repeat that. I think you should because we didn't, uh, it's, it, not it's not easy not recorded. Being it green. doesn't count. You know what that I mean? It's so, not recorded. It does doesn't not count. count. That's right. That's right. That was the dress rehearsal. This is the real thing. If I've learned uh, anything from Linda Tripp, is that if you don't get it recorded, it doesn't yeah, count, it doesn't and that count. is. Oh, oh, oh. That is a hashtag nineties all over again. <laughs> Going wow. back to the nineties today <laughs> for those kids, uh, oh, yeah. for the kids at home, what uh, listening that uh, grew uh, were born in the year two thousand and had their uh, psyches formed by living through um, <laughs> the impeachment scandal of President Clinton. Anywho, yes. Carrie, yeah. how are you doing today? <clears throat> Oh, I'm doing great. I did some painting today, getting back into my um, portrait painting, Ooh. Uh, which has been slowed down since I have had a, a baby, but the baby is 10 months old now, and it's fine. It's time for him to uh, go off on his own. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's old enough now, so I can start painting again. And over the weekend, right. we had um, a little family hinners get together at our house, which was nice. So nice, yeah, doing good. I love that. Yeah. Um, is he old enough to be your studio assistant? Like, will he wash your brushes and stuff? Oh my gosh, no! But I'm hoping that we can get there. <laughs> yeah, I bet you can. Yeah. Right now, he just bites me, still bites me, pulls my hair. He's doing all, all that sort of stuff. Was he teething? Yeah. yeah. But also, I think he might be just a biter. So we'll see how, <laughs> mm-hmm. we'll okay. see okay. how that works out. <laughs> teething and a biter, a winning He's Just like taking, like, not just bites, but like tiny little nibbles where it's, it's just nibbles. like the little, just like little tip, <laughs> like a little bit of skin, like... He is uh I love that. I can't wait to I can't wait to meet him in person. Um yeah. and Michael Henley, how are you doing? <clears throat> oh, I'm I can't follow up that story. <laughs> sure you can. Now tell adorable. us a story about how your cats nibble on you. That's that's how you went up. Oh, I could tell you, a baby I could tell you that story. <laughs> I can tell you that story all day, let me tell you. Um yeah. Um no, yeah, I'm I'm good. I'm good. Got to watch some cool Star Trek episodes this week, which was awesome. Um, um, I'm blanking. What did I do this weekend? Oh, right. That's right. We cleaned. We cleaned like crazy because for once in Philadelphia, it's pleasant without being like insufferably warm nor rainy. Mm -hmm. It's perfect. So, uh, yeah, that was nice. Perfect weather for cleaning. 
perfect weather for cleaning for moving stuff you know like from the porch <clears> to <throat> like you know outdoor storage or what have you you know doing stuff in the backyard brushing the dog all sorts of all, oh, all, all kinds of stuff Look, like listen to all these humble brags we're getting from Michael Henley. He's got a porch and a backyard. Oh my God. I think you actually well, both have porches and backyards. I think I might yes. be the only one. I have a backyard, but it's all concrete because I am dead, <laughs> dead set in uh, at East Kensington. But um, With rats, with rats. Yes, but, as, we, as we've established, yeah. lots of rats back there. Lots of rats. Lots of rats. It's yes. <laughs> a lots of rats. It's a lots of rats. <laughs> um, that's so funny. Well, I'm glad, glad to hear you got a little a little cleaning done. Had some, enjoyed the nice weather. It was some beautiful weather this weekend, I will say, after a little bit of gloomy rain. Um, yeah. Came through to the other side. Um, it's my pause to allow you to ask me how I'm doing. Uh, go ahead. Uh. Uh, Chris, um, I have a question to ask you. Uh-huh. Um What are you doing? Is that close? What, what are you doing? Are you doing? <laughs> how are what you doing? What the hell are you doing? What are you um, doing? The answer is I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I don't know um, Do any of how us? I'm doing. How I'm doing is good. Uh, we had a lovely weekend. Um, lots of lots of baking. We had a baking night with friends on Saturday where um, I thought we were going to bake like fancy things because these are friends who are kind of fancy, and we were bringing back a very fancy cookbook we borrowed from them. We got there and they were like, "We're making a yellow box cake." I'm like, "Oh, okay." I mean, I can judge that up, but that's not usually what we do. But it's fine. <laughs> I made up for it the next day by making a raspberry lemon cake with um, lemon curd and raspberries as the filling, which was very good. Oh, uh, it was also at a good. lemon cream cream cheese frosting. I don't mean to brag, but it was pretty pretty damn delicious. Uh, I think you do mean to brag. I do and mean to brag. You should. I, <laughs> I do mean to brag, uh, and that also that also proves to you that Bake Off is back. British Bake Off is back because yeah. that generally is what inspires <laughs> me to cook in this way. That's is right. seeing British people sweat through their um, linens as they try to uh, get through a challenge um, in a tent in the dead of summer. Um, so I'm very excited that it's back. And it had, and- I will say, the greatest moment I've ever seen on that television program. Have you guys seen this new episode? Uh, I haven't. Didn't they get rid of the tent? No, they're in a tent still. They're still in tents? Okay. All right. I thought I heard Brett, that they were taken away. I have not I watched it. Looked, it looked recent. like they were in a tent. Maybe, maybe I'll rewatch. I think they were in a tent. But I'll say, so they all, they all to make a cake at the end of this first episode that looked like an animal. And this woman had made a, a beaver. And then so you got this great clip of Prue saying, well, Cindy, why don't you tell us about your beaver? And then everyone just loses their minds. Just loses their minds. Wonderful. It's a beautiful, perfect moment of um, oh, man. inappropriate joy. It's just so good. Oh, so. Nobody, nobody does double entendres like British people because so many of them are just have just the instinctive gift yeah. of being able to pretend that they don't know what they're saying. Yes, right. There, it's the, it's that um waspy sort of like. Let me just shove it all inside. It's fine. I exactly. Don't, I don't have motions or understand sexuality. I was born with a lump instead of a genitals. Um, <laughs> a lump. <laughs> and my lump says your beaver is beautiful. No. Um. So. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> but we're not here to talk about Prue and her lumps. We're here to talk about um episodes of Star Trek. Yes. Um, and I guess the only track in the news that really that is out there is that the writer strike is over. So that's one hurdle left it's over hurdle. for getting yep. back to getting more Star Trek content. Now we still have to wait for um the studios to come to their senses and give the actors of SAG after a good deal, and we can get back the rest of the team so that we can get more Star Trek down our gullets. Um, Which they so- did meet today, today being Monday, the second of October. So oh, good. You know, good. Um yeah. Well, hopefully, That's Fran all the Drescher, news I got. <laughs> hopefully, Fran Drescher gets gets him a good deal, and we can we can move forward, um, and we can all be grateful for the nanny. Um, how be... <laughs> how wild is it, by the way, that Fran Drescher is the the president of SAG after? I love it. Every, I love it. I, it's it's fantastic. But every time I see it, I'm just like, all right, that's so cool. She was working for some SAG after with Blanche Queens. Uh, yeah, it would be very very that. Um, I'm, She's not um, her character on the show, guys. She's no. not. Well, apparently they different. She's not, life. but she was definitely hired for that character basically for most of her career. Because apparently she, you know, that movie she did, Beautician and the Beast. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, with Timothy Dalton. With Timothy Dalton, apparently she had like prepared a completely different accent for this. That was not her nanny accent, 
And then she got there and she was trying to do it. And they're like, what are you doing? Just, just do the thing. Just do the thing. Just do it. That has, I feel so bad for that. That has got to be know. so heartbreaking when like, as an I actor, know. you're like, I'm really going to stretch myself. And then you arrive and they're just like, no, like, you're like, I don't want to do the thing anymore. I want to find a new note. And everyone's just like, no, we hired you. No, to no, do this thing. is, this is what we like for no. you. Nothing else. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. this, is your, yeah. this is your thing. Yeah. yeah, I've never like, experienced that slash absolutely that that is what happens. They, oh, they put oh, you in a pigeonhole and that's all you yeah. do. And that's oh, why you have I've a played... second trick? Oh, that's nice. That's yeah. nice. Like, wow. That's, that's nice. why all the characters I played have been drag queens and eunuchs because they just want me to sing real high. That's it. <laughs> that's <laughs> it. Um, but maybe that'll change now that I'm, you know, 30. We'll go with that. Don't, 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 question, don't question the math. Don't question the math. Anyway, not here to talk about how I'm 30. I'm just reinforcing it. Uh, we're here to talk about Star Trek. <laughs> is, this, is this your first time turning 30, Chris? It is my 10th time turning 30, and it's very oh. exciting. Um, so don't do that math either. But we're first going to talk about um, an episode of Star Trek Enterprise that um, was definitely an episode of Star Trek Enterprise. <laughs> oh my, was it? Called Bound. <laughs> and it is the 17th episode of the fourth season um, featuring some Orions. We did that, of course, because uh, that's what's featured on this Lower Decks episode we'll also be speaking about. But here's a quick synop synopsis of the plot. <clears throat> Enterprise is en route to Berengaria's system, one of the proposed locations for a Starfleet starbase, when it is approached by an Orion Syndicate vessel. Captain Archer is invited to visit the Orion ship by its captain, Harad Sar. During the visit, Archer and Lieutenant Reed are entertained by three Orion dancers, Navar, Dinesh, and Maras. Archer negotiates with Harad Sar, and they agreed to a joint magnesite Magnus Magnesite Magnesite mine. Magnesite. Yeah. Magnesite. Mm -hmm. <laughs> looks weird in my brain for some reason. Astrophysicist. Sorry, no, that's just, just a, <laughs> it's a great movie of this this uh this character who like just they're they're showing how bad they are at their job. They're like showing this clip where she just can't say that one word. <laughs> um <laughs> uh mining operation, and at Harad Sar's insistence, the three slaves are given to him. They return to Enterprise with the, the enslaved people and set a course to survey the planet. En route, the presence of the Orions begins to have an effect on the crew. Men become increasingly aggressive, while women increasingly suffer from headaches. Navarre focuses her attentions on Archer, while Dinesh seduces Commander Kelby. Arriving at the planet, a sluggish Archer orders Reed to destroy another ship, but he refuses and it escapes. Kelby, meanwhile, sabotages the warp drive before Commander Tucker can physically stop him. Afterwards, Dr. Phlox determines that the Orions are producing pheromones, causing the crew's adrenaline levels to spike. Only Commander T'Pol and Tucker remain unaffected, since she is Vulcan and he shares her immunity because of their psychic bond. The Orions are placed under guard in the decontamination chamber. Haradsar returns in his vessel and attacks the now-disabled Enterprise, and then begins to tow it away. He reveals that, in fact, the Syndicate seeks Archer's head, and in this matter, he is the slave, and the Orion women are his masters. Uh, <laughs> the Orions escape and travel to the bridge, as do Paul and Tucker. Navarre tells Archer to arrest Paul, but Tucker stuns all the male crew members with his phaser, and Tucker and Paul disable the Orion ship with a pulse sent from the Enterprise's deflector dish. They send the Orions back to their ship, and T'Pol finally admits she would personally like Tucker to return, and he replies, he's already requested a transfer back to Enterprise. But they kiss. But then there's a kiss. And then there's and a then kiss. There's, and there's a kiss. And there's, and there's a kiss. Sealing like their psychic bond. I like when and, they kiss. And that's, yeah. <laughs> that's bound. <laughs> so you enjoyed I, the kiss? I watch, I watch the shows for the kisses. I watch Enterprise for their for their um, stately kisses. They're very respectful kisses. The romance. <laughs> the romance of it all. Um, so what did you think of this episode, you guys? Oh my gosh. Let me think. I want to... I'm thinking about what I thought about it the first time I saw it. Sure. You know? Right. Which was while, I, while it was airing? Was that the first time you well, saw it? was a little bit after that no because I think I probably just I was in college or something I don't know I don't I can't remember it's all mm -hmm. a blur back then but uh I I think what I thought was oh that's interesting they're trying to fix the slave thing <laughs> um they're like oh okay I see 
The women are the ones with the power, not the men. I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that I'm older, I'm like, and it's like 2023. Yeah. And we all have a different uh, view on the world. And <laughs> as older people in 2023, I'm like, that's a very 90s way of giving women power. <laughs> yeah, I would say. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, because the first time I saw it, I'm like, you go, girl. And the right, second you're like, time, girl I, power. <laughs> <laughs> girl power. <laughs> the second time I saw it, I'm like, there's other ways besides sex yeah. to, um, but whatever. <laughs> a definitely a um, a male conceived way for women to be powerful. Mm-hmm. I would say yeah. mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. the eyes of man. Uh, mm-hmm. And I I but... love how all the women in the cast mm-hmm. on this ship just are con- they just lo- all look like they're rolling their eyes. Yeah, they don't and, look like they're um, having a lot of fun. <laughs> so it's, they're not it's having a lot they... of fun. They were written to have headaches, so they can all and just I, look annoyed. I, <laughs> yeah, I'm just yeah. like, they're probably not acting. Yeah. Um, and yeah. the third thing I thought was, how do they get that green makeup so smooth? Yeah. I wonder about this a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, my guess is my guess is yeah. that it's it's makeup on the because I if if I'm gonna if we're gonna take a cue from say what they do in a show like Wicked. I think, you know, you do like the face is green and then a lot of the rest of it is like maybe a green bodysuit that's made right. to look like skin kind of thing. You know? That would make sense because no green was rubbing off on any of the sets. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Not that they showed us anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I think uh, for this episode, I do really enjoy the love sexual tension between um, T'Pol and yeah. um yeah and, and what's his name tucker yeah tucker i'm this is i'm a big uh shipper of them uh to paul mm. trip shipper a triple triple shipper triple how are we calling this now we did watch the finale of this for this this um yes. podcast yes that's right yes. I did. in that trip does die am i right yes that? he does yes he does mm-hmm. but I, i'm choosing to forget to ignore that <laughs> okay I just I, I think I don't think I've, I don't think I thought of any you know um, series that has done that with a series regular. You get to the end, and that's when you decide to kill somebody. Yeah, it makes I, sense maybe like midway. I through, actually but... really oh. enjoyed their relationship, and I thought a great, I think a great ending to their story would be them figuring out how to work together. Like that's yeah. where I thought. Not like breaking up and then years later. Because this dying. is this is like mere like a few episodes before that his death happens, right? Yes, like right towards yeah. the end. This is well, that's the craziest thing about this episode, which is like this is very close to the end. In fact, the two episodes after this are a two parter that takes place in the mirror universe. The mirror so, universe episodes. Hmm, there's even f- fewer like real universe episodes left for these but characters. Between so, yeah, the last, only- between the last episode of Star Trek and the second to last episode of the Enterprise. They they say that years have gone by. Yes, they do. Like yeah. they just do a big old time jump between the second to last and last episode. Interesting. Which is also frustrating. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely plays like we heard we got canceled. We, you know, uh only had a little bit of time to write this finale episode, you know, like you do. Um right. and so we're going we're gonna cut to the end of, you know, basically what we had planned. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's a shame. It's a shame they got cut off at the knees. But maybe if I had watched it at the time, it wouldn't have gotten canceled. I was not. I was not. It. Yeah, it's your fault. You know, not what? featured. It is probably yeah, your I fault. Know. Yeah, I was I know very busy watching reruns of the Golden Girls, so I couldn't possibly. Put it in. Um, Usually, okay. I would say, okay. you know, to anybody, uh, you know, the world doesn't revolve around you. But in this case, it is my fault. I know. I it know. is your fault. It's my mm-hmm. fault. <laughs> all right, all right. Just don't let it happen again, please. Yes, I shan't. But anyway, this episode <clears throat> with the Orion girls. Yes. Um, I think we need to get Michael Henley's um, cishet yeah. male perspective on this. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Oh, okay, all right. Very Put me on the spot, why don't you? Extremely hetero episode. Oh, is like it? That. Is it? I don't know about that. Um, 
Header episode. It's a coin, a term I just Header episode? Header episode. Um, <laughs> Carrie, what you said earlier is so on point because I feel like seeing this episode when it aired, I think, because I, I did see this one when it aired, like the fourth season I think I watched when it aired, um, basically being like, oh, this is so like clever. They're like updating the the sexist trope from the original series, but like they're mm-hmm. doing it in a way where like, they're not validating the original series. Okay, like that's kind of fun. All right, so they kind of have their cake and eating it too. Very clever. Mm-hmm. And now all I can think is like, no offense to Manny Cotto who wrote this episode uh, and is apparently a he's a great writer and he's apparently he's in you know he's a he's a cool guy and all that kind of stuff. But this is the kind of episode that I imagine someone sitting back in their chair after it's done and basically going like, mm, I'm such an ally. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did, <laughs> this, I did a really good job on this, guys. I'm yeah, so proud thing. of yeah, myself. Yeah. I did a really and I good did thing. It, I did it so sensitive, yeah. you know. Yeah. But like, but I still got into got to indulge some stuff, you know, because like, you know, I, I'm I'm very clever. Um, I feel like we should call this like Joss Whedon syndrome, I think, or something like that. Where it's like mm. oh sure. Yeah, you I know, where it's like it's like I'm super progressive, and it's just like, well. Yeah, I mean, you know, like you're, I, I, I feel like you and I would score you on different points, but okay, sure, you know, like fine. Yeah. Um, you know, where that has very much highlighted is in the last scene of the show where they do like the everybody's laughing except the Vulcan thing, because her yes. joke is, uh, even uh, races that have uh, negative qualities have positive qualities, meaning that all the women are in charge and all the men go, was that a joke? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, it was. <laughs> yeah. An awkward stand. like, no, I, I actually, I, that was not a joke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's um so, uh, it's so gender role, this episode. It's so like, I keep watching, I, I mean, I, I watch this episode and I keep thinking about like, okay, so the effects are the men get super aggressive the women get headaches and all i can think is just like okay but like what does how does orientation play into this how does like this is an episode that strongly needed yeah you know because it does bridge uh species yeah (laughs) it's not like i could i could buy that maybe the orion women have have an effect on the orion men mm-hmm. but we're talking about orion and humans so now they're saying the women are just getting headaches and not feeling so great and the, the headaches are like men. it's almost like a like a bad misogynist mm-hmm. joke from the 90s is like you know i was gonna have sex with my wife but she exactly she had a headache it's like exactly okay, yeah well, go to hell <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i wonder why i wonder why, I wonder why. I wonder yeah why. <laughs> yeah the only uh, thing worse if they had given them all like cramps or something like that which is like yeah. cramps like women are just getting menstrual cramps that would but, be... I, but I, honestly but I, though I, I, scientifically i might buy it because sure, when a lot of sure. women get together sometimes they, do it, they yeah, start yeah. cycling up yeah sync up yeah so i mean if they did that even though it would be crazy i'd be like well I guess that's a well, thing. If they, if they had been like, oh, the Orions have, have synced our menstrual cycles. <laughs> so we're all, and all of our 24th century technology, 23rd century technology cannot possibly. Yeah. Um, oh, it's so, even further back than that, right? 22nd you know, when we, Yeah. When we talk about uh, Orion slave girls in the very first Orion slave girl was on the pilot episode of the original series. Um, in, in, if this episode was done today, I feel like we probably would have just said their choice is their choice. Like it's just consent. It's just they're sex workers and that's right, fine. Right. Like that's really all that needed. Well, and I think that Discovery said. Discovery did 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 the the retconning of not retconning, but did like the work of just showing a very powerful boss lady in charge of yeah. that. She was like a villain of the yeah of a bunch of episodes yeah. right they um, did they put the women in charge uh trying and not, to fix and their not mistakes in, not and not in sex worker outfits <laughs> they're not enslaved they're um into bdsm and it's very different right it's a very different thing they are very different things that's right mm-hmm. yeah bdsm is all about power and consent 
Um, that's what I think that's that right. would yeah. be the better explanation for my, like, that's how my mind is sort of filling in the gaps to make it okay. But I don't think that's sure. what they wrote. No, <laughs> I, 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 my that. mind is making it okay. Do you know that, that I kept wishing that the lead, Navarre, I guess, is her, the, the Navarre was played by Martha Hackett. I just kept wishing that Seska was one <laughs> yes, of the Yes, oh. you know what? That would have been I think that would have kind yeah. of been amazing. I like wishing for more Martha Hackett in general, like, you know, but right. yeah, I agree. But but what what about this role in particular made you kind of yearn for that? I just think that she understands and has demonstrated her understanding of how to play manipulative smart beautiful like in a way that okay. i think maybe okay. some of yeah. these other actresses maybe yeah. and also they were like i've been painted fully green and i'm playing a sex worker yeah. slash she did right. the character on the her character on voyager did a good job of that i would say yeah no so just yeah. for, for me i was i was looking for that feeling or i, I was just wishing for that but also maybe i was just as you're saying, wishing for more Martha Hackett. Maybe that's just what I was. <laughs> <laughs> you know? sure. Which is not the not the first time, won't be the last time. I wish. For I that. did. I did look up those actresses. They've done a lot of stuff, um, but nothing that stands out to me. That's like, oh, she was that person and and that thing. But I want to say that Sia Batten, Sia Batten, uh, who plays one of them. Uh, was one of the um, when Torazial was on Deep Space Nine, they had several actors ended up playing her basically, I believe, but she was one oh. of them. But I'm not even sure which one she was. When who was and on Z Deep Space Zial Nine? Is, um, uh, is, um, Zial is uh, Zial. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, yeah. Oh, look at me. Who I know I had not watched all Deep Space Nine before this podcast. Now I'm like, oh, that's Zial. That's Ducat's daughter, actually. Okay, so. totally <laughs> true. I knew that. <laughs> I, I knew that. Like, I totally knew that. Um, I enjoyed the references to dragons on this uninhabited planet. I don't know. Mm -hmm. That that, that just tickled me. That tickled yeah. me. I was tickled. Mm -hmm. I, I it is. I mean, I do like seeing men befuddled, so I did enjoy that part of it. Okay, you know, yeah, fair. Mm -hmm. That was not un unenjoyable. Um, yeah, and then it also kind of like you know, this is my own my own um, problematicness. Is I was like, oh, I wish that their pheromones would make the men wrestle with their shirts off. But I realize that's probably not really making anything better. I, the, uh... I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 like, like legitimately, they, you, I, what I feel about this episode is this feels like an episode that went through many drafts. You know what I yeah. mean? Where they kept coming up with ideas and then shopping some of them down because they were just like, no, that's too tasteless. No, we're not going to do that. No, we're not going to do that. And I feel like this episode ends up being kind of nor neither fish nor fowl, where it's like, either you should have been less tasteless or more tasteless. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You know that's what I mean? a good point. Because yeah. like, if you're going to do something, just really like lean into it. Like, lean in, yeah. When it's so ridiculous that you can't help but see the point that you're trying to make. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if, if indeed you do have a point. Yeah, I support that. I I, I get down with that uh, that thought. Um, yeah, I definitely needed something more. And I think you're right. It feels like maybe the, the dough had been needed for too long. Like the bread was just not going to rise. Um, had been over overworked. I made a lot of bread this weekend. So that's really where my analogies are living. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. and you, you put thing. baking soda instead of baking powder in and so nothing rose and uh <laughs> sorry i'll stop also please mm, i'm always confused by baking soda and baking powder yeah anyway uh there's a thing about the orions that i think uh lower decks is trying to fix also they're really trying to flesh out the world yeah. of the orions to say you know hashtag not all orions you know yes. what i mean right um, and, and, and tendy <laughs> being like the main yeah yeah it's so i i do think that their lower decks is um leaning to more towards like what i said like the women are doing this because they want to and the men are willfully being uh <laughs> submissive but uh, also, they're not all pirates. So at this point in Enterprise, we have this trope of everybody on the planet being the exact same way. 
Mm-hmm. You know, they uh-huh. look exactly uh-huh. the same. They do the exact same thing. They uh, are all pirates, um, which is silly because on Earth, think of all the differences of people. So that you would think that on another planet, there would be also many differences of people. Mm-hmm. But Yep. Yep. Uh, I, I, I think it's really interesting how, um, you know, again, yeah, the, the, this episode definitely compare this to the episode that we're about to talk about it definitely feels like you know orions have been very present especially during strange new worlds and 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 discovery and Mm -hmm. like they're they're really kind of revisiting the well and it feels like they 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 definitely feels like they have their have a responsibility be like let's keep tinkering with this race's portrayal until we kind of get it right you know Mm -hmm. in much the same way that this episode bound definitely felt like a self-conscious attempt to like uh let's turn the dial back a little bit without you know um, you know, messing with the canon too much or anything like that. Um, so it's funny how, like, like the the the, the Orions are going to continue to be, I guess, maybe the, the the problematic species in Star Trek, where every once in a while someone comes back to them, just like, oh, let's turn the dial a little bit this way, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm really enjoying what they did with For, them. In forever the course correcting, episode. yeah. Forever course correcting, yeah, exactly. Um, by the way, I am also looking up uh, Sia Batten, Sia Batten, basically, who is the 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 the, the number one uh, Orion uh, in this episode. Um, mm-hmm. Who, yes, was on Deep Space Nine. Uh, she was also um, uh, she would debuted on the Red Shoe Diaries, which is I want to go on record a show from the '90s that I never watched. Um, wow. Uh, she was also a member of the Pussycat Dolls, uh, and now she's an interior designer. So wait, you just remember um, the fact that the she was one of the Pussycat Dolls? dolls. Why did you? Yada yada yada, Pussycat Dolls. I didn't. I didn't. I mean, I didn't. I wasn't skipping it over. I you wasn't yada yada over, over but the best I part. You did. You were like, yeah, Pussycat I know, Dolls, and then story, also yeah. she was yeah. on Seinfeld. <laughs> well, no, I just I like the I like that she's she's done it all, you know, and now she's an interior designer. So like, uh, good for her. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. Career transitions for actors, it's not a bad thing. Um, yeah, it's difficult too. I mean, you know, my hat's yes. off. Yeah. Um, this sounds like I'm, I'm, this sounds like I'm being ironic and it's not. I'm, 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 <laughs> <sighs> women can have it all. We, women can have it all. <laughs> women can do anything. They sure can. Right? <laughs> now, where are my points for saying that? Wait, no, why didn't you want to admit to have, having watched the Red Shoe Diaries? What's I don't even know what that is. Oh, that was like a very horny, like um, like Showtime show. I think from like the early nineties. Oh, I had no was, idea what that was. Oh okay. yeah, oh it was like the it was like the poster child for like, you know, you know how like you know you would watch the scrambled cable and basically just like you could watch a movie or you could watch a TV show, right? Well, <laughs> Red Shoe Diaries was that show, you know. I see, I see, I see. Yes. Mm. So kind of not that I know anything about it. I I don't. I'm I'm looking it up right now. Sounds like you don't. I really. I I, I didn't know anything about it. You know, at the time, I was like, no Mm -hmm. thanks. You know, like I was. So you're like, I'm very busy writing some uh, of my own Star Trek fan fiction. I can't possibly delve Mm -hmm. into um, this. Well, why don't yeah. while you do that, why don't we discuss this next episode? While and then we'll we'll un- unveil more of your um, teenage horniness, of course, because mm-hmm. apparently okay. what this That's whole episode fine. has been about. We have <laughs> talked about it several times already. Yeah, I'm into it. You're a sexual yeah. being, and that's okay. It's not a bad thing. Yeah. Um, are you blushing? No, I don't. I'm sorry. I, I think he's blushing. blushing a bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm blushing. blushing a bit. I'm blushing for you. Okay. <laughs> It's okay. Nerds can be sexual. We can do it. It's okay for us. It's okay for nerds us. can have it all. Nerds, nerds can, can have it all. Anything. I love nerds. I love nerds. I love nerds. Yeah. Um, I heart nerds. I heart nerds. Yeah. Listen. Listen. Uh, my my nerdy. <laughs> There's something my nerdy I wish I heard more of in the '90s. My nerdy boyfriend is. We're we're both you know gamers, obviously. So he's playing. I forget what, what it's called, but some game from like I don't know, like 15 years ago where. You have to like run around and and like learn all these um, skills, and so he's like he's like he's like literally at a school in the game, like learning extra skills so he can like break into the library to learn more skills at night. And I'm like, you're literally in grad school, like you're already yeah. doing this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but in the game, it's fun, and so I appreciate that. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> but anyway, we're not here to talk about my very no. wonderful, sexy, beautiful narrative of a boyfriend. Um, but we are here to talk about something borrowed, something green, uh, the fourth episode of this new season of Lower Decks. 
<clears throat> After an Orion supply ship is assaulted by the same unknown vessel from previous episodes, Starfleet pressures the reluctant Lieutenant Tendi into attending her sister Erica's wedding to demonstrate interstellar goodwill. Erica kills me. It's such a funny De like, Erica just, throw is a, really just one funny. consonant. In I front. love it. I love it. Mariner <laughs> and Talyn accompany her to Orion, where the Tendi family is one of the most rich, powerful, and feared on the planet. The bride has been kidnapped, and it's Tendi's customary responsibility to rescue her. They track to Erica to an abandoned spaceship yard where Tendi confesses that she was trained to be an elite assassin before running away to join Starfleet. De Erica, who staged her own kidnapping, ambushes Tendi in revenge for abandoning her. The sisters reconcile and the wedding occurs as planned. On the Cerritos, Boimler and Rutherford have become annoyingly close as roommates, but argue over watering their bonsai tree. Their conflict continues <laughs> on the holodeck when they both appear as Mark Twain, but they resolve their disagreement mm -hmm. by acting in character. They recommend the same holodeck activity when Captain Freeman and an aggressive Chalnoth captain fail to negotiate, but it devolves into a brawl. The Chalnoth expresses curiosity about the bonsai when he is brought to see it and he immediately eats the tree. Suddenly content, he is now willing to reach an agreement with Freeman. Um, and that is uh, something borrowed, uh, something green. Yeah. Uh, another another great episode uh, from this season of Lower Decks. Great. I love all Agreed. the details. I love all the details about the Orions, and it's just um, a, yeah. uh, it's a symbolic kidnapping of the bride. It's not like ah. Uh... And her, what's her name? Mistress of the Winter Stars or Mistress of the something fun? Uh, what's Tendy's name? Yeah. Oh, mm. oh yeah, yeah. they mentioned it multiple times. I, I, yeah, yeah, I need to look it up. Let's look it up. Mistress Let's of the Winter Constellations. Yeah. Mistress of the Winter Constellations. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love it. I love it's that a very, she was. It's a, good, it's a good, it's a good name to have. I like that very much. And as it's I looked great... it up, I looked, I looked that up in Google. And then now below it, it says, people also ask, does Tendi have pheromones? Do Rutherford <laughs> and Tendi get together? <laughs> Is Tendi and Orion? <laughs> These yeah. are good questions. So yeah, she does say like, this is really all Tendi does. It's like, not all Orions are pirates. Not all women have pheromones. Not right. all people do this. Not all, like, this is just her trying to be like, there's a lot of stereotypes about Orions. <laughs> Let me fix them. Yeah, and um, she, yeah, and she, yeah, yeah she, she shows a whole different, a whole different side of things uh i love her backstory it's so good yeah i do too and yeah I, I really like how they've taken all this like conflicting views and like this kind of modulation about orions and they've really kind of internalized it into tendy where she is someone who feels very self-conscious about the fact that her species is kind of viewed as like either a joke or like you know, um, exploitative or, you know, criminals or all that kind of stuff. And it's all these different kind of things. And, and, and the, the multiculturalism that is the, you know, the, the Orion basically doesn't get really kind of broadcast throughout the Federation. Yeah. Um, and she feels very, very self-conscious about that and kind of, she's kind of internalized some of the shame, I think a little bit, which I think is really interesting. I, 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 I really enjoy what they did with this. Well, and also with the, you know, what they're doing and what Tandy represents bleeds through to now other series because when um Boimler and uh and Mariner were on those you know those old scientists were were uh, mm -hmm. were thrown yeah. back to the old enterprise um they're mm -hmm. like you know well not not all Orions are pirates they were like espousing because they know Tendi <laughs> and they've experienced yeah. this that that the that the old enterprise has sort of antiquated views of what the Orions are which I thought was really interesting mm -hmm. so it just further confirms you know that the the way they're they're tracking things Listen, the Orions, they did it to themselves, okay? <laughs> they, they did it to themselves. They were too mm -hmm. much in your face about the whole pirate thing. They were very secretive. There's this whole syndicate thing happening. Yeah. I mean, I think that I think that's the number one takeaway is to blame uh blame a people for for their um their broad, mm -hmm. their for broad strokes. Views. 
Okay. Yeah. The way they were okay. dressed, they were asking for it. Wow. Okay. Wow. Well, that's a whole other. Wow. That's a whole other. I don't think Michael or I are looking uh, to get behind that statement, Carrie. But wow. Okay. No, I want to go on record and say I think that's wrong. Now, where are my points for feeling that way, Michael? The Guys, I'm just being ironic and funny. I know you are, but sometimes your your beautiful dry delivery might, you know, trick some of our. I know. Trick I some do, of our. Um, I do have that problem where people. I mean, think I'm, I mean, yeah, uh, you're yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, I've yeah, exactly. No, I mean, as, I know, as, I know what you're. I I know you well enough now to know when you're 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 very much joking, but. Like I, the time uh, I was like, I hate theater. I hate. Right. Theater. <laughs> I did think that was very funny. It did make me giggle. <laughs> we all just, hate theater. <laughs> uh, I, I was going to do this ironically as a joke, and then I was just like, no. This just reminds me of like when you like you scour the internet for like the worst opinions, which I do sometimes, but like harmless worst opinions, um, you know, except they edge into harm. And like ones where like you look at, you know, like you see YouTube comedians who are, you know, female. Um, uh, and um <laughs> sorry <laughs> it's a thing it exists no no because yet you, you see people commenting are you okay no, i'm sorry I, <laughs> what's going sorry. on over there mike i don't i don't know all right let me ref <laughs> let, let, let me start again you see people comment on female comedians uh-huh. like their their videos and stuff where they say like women can't be funny and um you know it just be like because there are people out there who can't under, who who don't think of women are funny they think everything ironic they say is actually true right um you know what i mean like it, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's like you know it's just like this clearly can't be a stand-up act she must really think that she's like no it's an act yeah. she's on stage she's doing a thing like is yeah. are, are you new like what are you talking about are you new to this well right. my like kind of humor opinions, yeah yeah i feel like people with those opinions are not like generally the kind of people who i, I don't have the same kind of funny a vibe with them you know we're not laughing at the same things they like to punch down you know what i mean they like the yeah that kind of vibe yeah Mm -hmm. i mean carrie i know you like to punch down with your humor you're you're very i love i my kind of humor is like if i just said um women aren't funny right it's (laughs) it's hilarious when you say it (laughs) i think that's the funniest thing to say (laughs) Meanwhile, I o- meanwhile, I truly only listen to female comedians. It's really, I don't, I don't, I don't have a lot of time for me. Unless they're like ones, yeah. like, I don't know, I enjoy, um, who's that really nice, clean comedian? I like Brian Regan. I enjoy him. He's good. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But really, I would just listen to Maria Bamford all day, every day, if I... Right. Of course. Yes. yes. You know, Absolutely. I know. Yeah. I, I have a days. note to, I have written a note to myself to bring up Maria Bamford today to you, but you brought it up first. You were going to wow. bring her up because her new yes, book. Yes, I was. Yes, I was. I was going to bring her up. What well, was it? Was yes. it? It was because of the new. Oh, we'll, we'll save it. We'll save it. Okay. I'll save it. Yeah. Pin and Maria for the Rex. Talk about yeah. it. Um, I also enjoyed in this episode the the Mark Twain um, uh, solution. Oh yeah, it was so good. <laughs> what a so, good way yeah. to work out your problems <laughs> to be two Mark Twains. It was so dumb and so funny, and like I was like, I love, I love this. I'm saying, that... I'm sorry, you should, be... oh yes, I'm sorry. yeah, yeah, they just put popcorn yeah, leghorn. It was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, which is very, 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 very funny. Um, and I do like the idea that they're like too close as as roommates, and like, of course, that yeah, they, they, they it was it was a good it was a good little uh, B plot for sure. I like um, yeah, I, I like whenever Lower Decks does uh, a B plot like this. Uh, where it's clear that like you know some things don't really change you know um mm-hmm. even though we're 21st century all that kind of stuff like people are still gonna dislike their roommates and so like i i i find that very refreshing you know yeah oh oh michael my imdb friend what where did we first see these chalnoff races so uh, it turns out I'm cheating because I do have the memory alpha page open. But okay. also, if you believe it, I it wouldn't want to cheat because <laughs> I actually do know the answer to this, even but though I'm staring it. at it. Uh, isn't that the worst when like you cheat for no reason? Um, yeah. It is a third season next gen episode called Allegiance, where Picard is kidnapped by aliens who are running experiments on him. And oh, yeah. Individuals. Oh, yes. One of them is a Chalnov. 
Um, oh, and there are they up, like yeah. in this weird hexagon? Yes, and he's with yeah, the they're, they're stuck in this room, and everything is yeah. like a puzzle, you know, and everything. Mm. And yeah, and uh, the Chalnoth is, you know, threatening to like eat at least one of them, and and all that kind of stuff. It's all built into the experiment. Car figures it out. Interesting. I mean, yep. he always does. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Not not seen since though. I really like how Lower Decks will reclaim like these one-off yeah. races who you know really never got a mention ever again and just like nope they're still part of this world you know yeah i like have that. they brought back but... that thing they call those bags of mostly water i'd like to see that guy again oh, oh i'd love no. to see that thing again yeah, yeah. the, the little, ugly um, bags of mostly water ugly bags of mostly water because let me tell you i'm bloated i feel that right now i feel it yeah. <laughs> after a weekend of eating i am an yeah. ugly bag of mostly water and a little tequila you know um mm. Mm. i think you're a handsome bag of mostly bread Oh, I'll take that. Thank you, Michael. Mostly bread. Mostly bread. Mostly bread. <laughs> very, true. very true. Very true. And right now, actually, a lot of chocolate covered pretzels because my mom sent us home with some yesterday. And oh, okay. Man, I can't resist those. I just can't do those it. Those are so good. So damn good. They're so They're damn so good. good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah. Go carry. I I can't wait to talk about next week's lower decks episode. Me too. Season four, episode five. But I'm not going to yeah, talk about it now. I'm it's... just showing my excitement for it. But in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. Bound would have worked for this next episode as well. Kind of would have. Kind of would have. Um, I have potentially, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking maybe of a different episode to pair it with. But uh, well, yeah. So, well, let's preview it. Let's preview it because then we can tell people who listen to this episode what to what yeah. listen to for next episode. I think I know what episode you're talking about. I think you're thinking of there was a, a Deep Space Nine episode. Is it a That's Deep exactly, Space Nine episode? It's mm-hmm. exactly the one I'm thinking of. It's called it Fascination. and Odo, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Oh. yep. It's the, um, it's the, that happens during a Bajoran festival. Yep. Bajoran festival. I love that episode. Mm-hmm. That's Great. what we're going to watch. Perfect. That's what we're going to watch for next week. And those are like the sort of the last appearances of Luaxana Troy, right? These ones on Deep Space Nine? Yeah, yeah. Uh, she appears again in... Yeah, she appears again later in Deep Space Nine, but before the war starts. And then yeah. I remember as a fan, um, there's an episode late in the series where uh, Beta Zed is invaded, and we never saw Loaxana again. And I remember fans joking, just like, oh, they got Loaxana. I'm just like, don't tell me that. Like, that's lame. Come on. No. Um, but but that is not canon. That is just fan speculation. Thankfully, that's not real. Um, well, because I think yeah, the no, last episode she's in, is that the one where he ends up like having to be liquid in her lap? Uh, no, that's the first episode she's in. No, the oh. last episode she's in, Odo fake marries her. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She loves getting married. She's like the Joan Collins of uh, Star Trek. She really is. I love that. Mm-hmm. Oh, Loxana Troy. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So that's 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 that that's a good one. That that pairs well with our uh, Betazoid heavy um next episode. And I will mention, I'll talk about it then, but I mean, I I, I, I um, figured out the three guest voices within. Did you? Within okay. Each, yeah. each one's first sentence. I was like, I know that voice. I know that voice. I know that damn voice. <laughs> each of these voices They're... is very familiar to me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there was one that threw me that when I looked up shouldn't have. So Was it Janelle? Uh, you know. Yes. Uh, yeah. It took me a second with Janelle, but I was like, I know that voice and I know that delivery. And I was like... This is an Abbott Elementary uh, star <laughs> that I'm hearing right <laughs> here. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were all they were all great. Anyway, we'll talk about it next week. I don't want to get ahead of myself. Uh, Can I say <laughs> about this episode too? I thought it was so great to have. I mean, for, that Talyn has been just great this season. I'm really enjoying yeah. her. She's maybe becoming one of my favorite Vulcans ever. I love how Talyn heavy this episode was. Yeah, on how kind of you know in a very Vulcan way, stating the you know the three women's friendship. Uh, all that stuff was so good. Um, I love her throwing out the report at the end, you know, as a as a gesture towards friendship. Um, so good uh, and so well performed by uh, 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 by Gabrielle Ruiz. Um, I'm really enjoying her. Yeah, no, she's great and and provides such a great um, 
you know, the chiaroscuro, the light in the dark of the, of the, all the, uh, of the, the chiaroscuro. Uh, chiaroscuro. That's a great word. I love that word. Chiaroscuro yeah. is such a great word. And it applies yeah. to so many different kinds of art. We use it in singing to get the perfect balance between a dark color oh. and a bright color. Oh, I didn't and, know that. And, and I know you use it in art as well, right? Chiaroscuro yeah, is that's all about. How, that's the only application I previously knew. Yeah, no, we, we apply it to vocal arts as well. And, um, and I would say this episode applies it to the comedic arts with the lightness of the beta Zs and the sort of little heavier of of a Vulcan uh, experiencing, wanting to go back to you know um, to to her Vulcan homeland. But um, anyway, yeah. no, I think I think that's great. Um, any other final thoughts on this episode before we move on to Rex that will inevitably involve Maria Bamford? Uh, <laughs> I think I've said all I needed to say. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. <clears throat> and then maybe we'll all go as Mark Twain uh for Halloween. Yeah. It'll be great. Maybe. Oh. <laughs> I'll say, I'll say. It really I'll is Hogwarts Lighthorn. It's like it's like if you rewatch the the Mark Twain episode of uh Next Gen, basically, like he doesn't even sound like 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 he's got a southern accent, but he doesn't lay it on so thick. Well, that's that, one of those character it. actors who only sounds like himself. Yes. And he plays other characters within the Star Trek world, and he just also still sounds like, you know, Mark Twain. Yeah. This this yeah. version of Mark Twain that he did, um, which I think is very interesting. Speaking of Halloween costumes, though, yeah, Maria you Bamford. Guys, oh, you're you're gonna be Maria Bamford? <laughs> no, I know. Uh, no, but my uh, my baby is going to be a little baby Marty McFly. Oh, I love that oh, baby so Marty cute. McFly. And uh, he's got this little push car that he sits in and I can push him around in it. Um, and that's going to be his DeLorean after I spray paint it silver, of course. I'm excited. Arlo's and... first Halloween is going to be so fun for you, for all yes. of you, the whole family. Uh, and my mother is coming. And do you know the Kiffness? Are you familiar Yes, I do. What, why do I know that? The, the what? The, it's a you, some YouTube sensation. Uh viral star he does the cat that is sometimes i'm alone sometimes i'm not i don't know i don't don't know that yeah anyway look up the kiffness but we're also going to see the kiffness at world cafe on halloween my mother loves it so my mother and i are going to see that (laughs) after we parade uh Arlo around town as Marty McFly and Scott will be dressed up as Doc Brown, of course. Well, of course he will. That's perfect. <laughs> That's going to be so freaking cute. I can't wait to see. I love that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you, Michael? Do you dress up for Halloween? Will you be? I haven't dressed up for Halloween in like such the longest time. Um, I want to get back into the habit, but like I have no imagination or creativity when it comes to Halloween mm-hmm. costumes. Um, and then I never want to be the, like the lame guy who, you know, I, if invited to a Halloween party, uh, you know, and you forgot to make a custom or whatever, I don't want to be the guy who's just like, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to put something together that's lame because like, then you're the guy who put no thought effort into it. Um, if you show up not wearing a costume, then wow. you're the guy who like really is kind of thumbing your nose at the whole thing. So that's the kind of thing which is like, well, I guess I'm staying home, you know. So it's it's. Um, Michael, you're putting too much thought into this. You are. I know, <laughs> I know. It's really. It's no, really as your licensed therapist, we want to tell you that I think you can <laughs> simplify your approach to Halloween and say, Just draw this, some whiskers this on joy your face for me. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Will I be comfortable <laughs> in it? Does it make me laugh? I'm going to throw it on my yeah. body and go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I'm not even following my own advice because we, well, we're going to Provincetown for Halloween for this weekend called Spooky Bear. <laughs> <laughs> Spooky Bear. Oh my God. Which is God. very exciting. Um, Paul's never been to, Hall- to Provincetown and I've, I've only been once or twice, but, um, but you know, they have all these different parties and we're like trying to think what we could be. Last year we were obviously Dr. Crusher and Wesley Crusher. <laughs> yeah. Hard to top. But now we're talking about maybe being, um, Madeline Ashton, Helen Sharp from Death Becomes Her because we love those characters so much. Yeah. Um, but that would just be like a blonde wig and like a nighty and like a and just being like I'm a girl, you know. All this could be could be very fun to be that, you know. But um, also being in drag at Halloween is like you're it's so uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, mm. You're like in a corset and heels and like you yeah. Know, you're, listen, you're, you're, drag you're, isn't a costume; it's a way of life. 
Yeah, well, for very true. Very, very true. Mm-hmm. But basically, you like you pee at the beginning of the night and like you pray for morning. You know, you're like, because <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I, I can't get out of this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> but what, do you, Carrie? I want to hear about you. What? What? Why you were going to bring up Maria Bamford? Oh, because she's doing the. Uh, she came out with a book, and mm-hmm. she's doing the talk show podcast circuit promoting her book. And she was recently on um, Conan. Uh, Conan Needs a Friend podcast. Mm-hmm. But I guess this is in her book too, but I didn't read her book. But uh, I thought I it was interesting. Did you read the part about where she had a job as a Deep Space Nine character, yes, like did. in a mall? Mm-hmm. <laughs> as a I, am Leila- a I am Major Leilani. Yes, yes. She talks about that <laughs> deeply, how she did this like traveling Deep Space Nine show where she was yeah. um, a Bajoran and she had like a relationship with the Vulcan, I think, in the thing. And like <laughs> <laughs> she made herself this whole uh story. Um anyway, that was really all I wanted to say. Uh nothing too deep about that, but more of a recommendation. Even outside of the book, she does a whole like section where she talks about um what doing that you know and, and like goes into that that bajoran character and she's like yes my people have been through a war because she's like she's like she's like at like a, a fast food restaurant dresses as bajoran and she's like i see your hat vfw a veteran of foreign wars yes my people have also been through a war and like it's just like very intense yeah so if you don't want to read the book listen to her on the Conan needs a friend podcast i will i will it. yeah but the book is incredible i i have already i've already downloaded and listened i mean i'm 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 a super fan of maria um yeah and uh i've only met her a couple times she's just always so sweet and very nice and uh and very very funny every time i've seen her so highly recommend any other recommendations folks from things you're enjoying right now i got nothing oh wow okay right the well is empty all right okay i'm sorry (laughs) Dislike everything now. I'm sorry. He's really, ever since we told him that he was thinking too hard about Halloween. <laughs> it's our fault. He can't. It's, it's definitely our fault. Yeah, I'm He sorry. can't get I'm his sorry, mind Michael. back on track. <laughs> um, hurts, you know. <laughs> um, Foundation finished up the season of Foundation, which was I thought was very good. But that's one of those shows where I'm sure. like, who's alive and who's dead? Like, it's just, it's mm. very... It's big epic, but space opera. But it's it's very good. I haven't watched it yet. No, no spoilers. It's... Yeah, there's just some people who are alive and some people who are dead. But you'll figure. Right. Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. it's it's also it's one of those. I, I like the show a lot, but it's also it's one of those shows that is quote unquote based on a novel series, which you know uh, I I remember reading the books as a kid. They're very famous books from the fifties, but like it's the kind of thing where just like. Um, if you have read the books, they are no help to watching the show because the show is doing its own thing very much. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, I didn't read the books. Actually, and I was trying to, but like I was, in, I'm in a queue at the library for them. Oh, wow. so I have to wait till they appear. Um, I'm trying to think what else I can recommend. I think just go outside. It's lovely out. Yeah, you know, go nice. enjoy the weather. You know, while it's take some it's... apples. Take some apples. Mm-hmm. Get a big old pumpkin. Put some eyes on mm-hmm. it. Throw it in front of your mm-hmm. house. Pray nobody kicks yeah. it in. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's good. Those the squirrels my... will get it before the people get to yeah, it. Yeah, don't get know? me started on these bloodthirsty squirrels who live here <laughs> in Philadelphia. <laughs> these Philadelphia squirrels. These Philadelphia and... squirrels are intense. <laughs> You know, you'd think the squirrels would square out, scare off the rats, but no, they squirrels are there during the day wreaking havoc and the rats are there at night wreaking havoc. Day squirrel, they're day rats. They're, day they're rats. just day rats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they sure are. We just need to get a cat. We need to start feeding a cat in the backyard and I think that will solve mm-hmm. a lot of problems. Yeah. Um, and there are a lot of, there are a lot of strays in the neighborhood. I'm sure we can make it happen. Mm-hmm. Just Paul, put out cat food. Yeah. And Paul also is like kind of witchy. So I feel like he could like attract a familiar who could come and um oh take care of for us yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> no he's got like a whole he's like full-on like does some witchy shit like he we see he's like we got to get a house where i can 
uh, burn my incense and it has a room far away because I know you don't like the smell of incense. So a room where I could do my witch stuff and burn my incense. I'm like, okay, sure. But you can also just do it in our house and I won't tell me it's happening and I won't be, you know, get off guard. <laughs> just just tell me in advance when you're doing your witch stuff. Yeah, that's all I need to know. That way I'm not just like, oh, God, is Stevie Nicks here? Like, I'll just know what's going on and it's fine. Also, there's the a Stevie rule. Nicks. Mattel has released a Stevie Nicks Barbie, by the way, That's um, awesome. which already is pre-ordered and sold out. So, I mean, wow. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> Can't believe it. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, I think we've come to uh, come to the end. Um, and I we want to thank you for joining us for another episode of The Prime Subjective. Uh, we've got, we had Michael Henley with us tonight. Hello. We've got <laughs> Carrie Coleman-Henners. Hello. And we've had me, Julia Child, who's been here all night trying to watch this episode of Star Trek, and I just say had the courage of your convictions. Uh, sorry, that's my Julia Child. And good night. Good night. <laughs>